Welcome. I'm Andy Valver, and this is The Continental Drift, a look at news and events in the European Union for the week ending January 23rd. Well, there's never a dull moment these days. Everything from little boys who want to play with guns, air piracy, parole hearings, and more. So, top of the news? Well, it's all Ukraine, all the time. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken met with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, the Tom Hagen of the Kremlin. And, well, the talks between the U.S. and Russia about Ukraine were about as successful as talks between the U.S. and Russia about Ukraine. If you haven't been paying attention, Russia has about 100,000 troops massed on the border of eastern Ukraine ready to invade. At least everyone thinks they're going to invade. I mean, why would anyone gather 100,000 troops on the border of a country if they weren't going to invade? One theory is that Putin is thinking about his legacy and wants to get back as much of the former Soviet Union as possible. The only problem is that all those former parts of the Soviet Union don't want to be part of Russia. Meanwhile, Germany said that they would send a field hospital to Ukraine. So I guess they're expecting the worst. But they ruled out sending arms. Sure. Why help a neighbor who's about to be invaded? But when it comes to selling arms, they have no problem selling 4.7 billion euros worth to Egypt, Algeria, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and the Emirates. What else is going on? Ah, French President Macron pissed off everyone last week when he said he was going to annoy those who are unvaccinated. That's right. He actually said annoy out loud in front of cameras. And yes, folks were annoyed. Well, the unvaccinated were. Also in France, the French parliament officially recognized China's treatment of the Uyghurs as genocide, which is good. The Chinese government, of course, was not amused. In fact, they were livid. But do you think normal Chinese people care? I mean, do you think they're going to rise up and boycott French products? The answer to that question is to check the line of Chinese tourists outside the Louis Vuitton store on the Champs-Élysées in Paris. Enough said. From Norway, we have this week's Man, you got balls category winner. The mass murderer Anders Breivik, you remember him? He killed 77 people and was sentenced to 21 years in prison. Seems a little light to me. Anyway, he's done 10 years and now he wants, get this, parole. I'm sure his lawyer said it to the judge with a straight face, but you can't help thinking that everyone in the courtroom was laughing behind their masks. Also this week, the U.S. government charged four officials of the Belarus government with air piracy in the forced landing of a Ryanair jet in Minsk. You remember that little incident? Lukashenko, president of Belarus, wanted to get his hands, I'm sorry, the dictator Lukashenko, wanted to get his hands on a blogger who was critical of him. So he had his folks phone in a fake bomb threat and made the Ryanair jet land in Minsk. The Belarus officials went through the motions of searching for a bomb, but really, they were never going to find a bomb. Because the only way to get a bomb on a Ryanair flight 
is in a suitcase. And everyone knows that checking a suitcase with Ryanair is expensive and a pain in the ass. Anyway, the U.S. says that because there were Americans on board, they have jurisdiction. It's a bit of a stretch, but good luck getting those four Belarusian officials to show up for a bail hearing in New York. Still, if they ever do get caught, they are looking at 20 years for air piracy. Wait a minute, that's the same as mass murder in Norway. That doesn't seem quite right, does it? Over in Germany, it turns out that former Pope Benedict, remember him? He's the one that retired. Usually you die and then you're done, but he retired. First Pope to retire in 600 years. You know why? He checked the Vatican Bank one day and saw that the Pope Retirement Fund hadn't been touched in 600 years. So he figures, I'm going to Castel Gandolfo and party like it's 1499. Anyway, when Pope Benedict was cardinal of the diocese in Munich, he apparently, quote-unquote, mishandled cases of sex abuse. Really? What a surprise. Next up, Austria. They became the first EU country to mandate vaccinations, meaning get vaccinated or be fined 3,600 euros. That's one way to do it. Of course, people will refuse to get vaccinated, and they will die. So the question is, how do you collect a fine from a dead person? Here's something quirky. Lithuania's parliament has passed a law that would allow using the letters Q, X, and W, which do not exist in the Lithuanian alphabet. That's right. They don't have Q, X, or W. I mean, X I can kind of understand. It's a weird letter. Q, a little out there, but W? Really? Where, why, who, when? Come on. But then again, it's Lithuanian, so who knows what they use? And yes, I can make fun of the Lithuanians because I am of Baltic origin as well. I'm Estonian. And while Lithuania might not have the letters Q, X, and W, get this, the Estonian language doesn't have the word the. That's right. You can't say the chair. You can only say chair. And finally, the Taliban have arrived in Norway for talks regarding humanitarian aid. Apparently, the Taliban are good at being fighters, but have no clue how to run a country, pick up garbage, keep the lights gone. And Afghans now face starvation. The Taliban also want Western nations to release $10 billion of money that was frozen, which I suppose is fair. They're in charge now, and so they do want the money. But here's a tip. If you are claiming extreme poverty and hardship, I would rethink flying into Oslo to ask for money in a private jet. Come on, it's the optics. That's it for this week. I'm Andy Valver. I'll be here again next week on The Continental Drift.